Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday, it is February 5th, it's 2019, and we have eight basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my buddy, Will Chief Justice 06, as they like to call him in Nashville. Snacks, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, man, doing good, glad to come on. Uh, I'm a little tired, a little sore, but that's okay. No big deal, I'm ready to... uh, Break the slate down for sure, man. It was such a blast hanging out in Nashville. A little tired. Uh, Will, we can go ahead and tell everybody we are exhausted. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, traveling back from Nashville today for both of us, it's been a long day. Um, You spending your time in airports, me spending my time on the highway, um, ready for sleep, but ready to talk about this NBA slate. I was just telling you – you know, being able to enter some Yahoo contests, I'm, I'm excited to multi-enter. Um, I'm used to playing one lineup a day, so I, I got like I got like 10 NBA teams to make today. Um, so I'm a little pumped about that. And then I saw the slate, and I was like, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. So ready about talk, ready to talk and break down these games. Before we do that, if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It's fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Roto-Grinders links. That way you guys get access to all of our awesome, awesome promos that we run with Fantasy Draft. That's that's already two yawns, by the way. Already two yawns. The, the over-under has to be like five and a half. Um, <laughs> if you haven't signed up, make sure you sign up. We did not fill the listeners league on Monday. It still ran. They're guaranteeing this thing. But I was ready to send them an email about bumping this thing up to like 100 people, and then we didn't fill this one on Monday. So we got some work to do. Make sure you guys fill this listeners league each and every day. That way we can bump this thing up and make it bigger and better. Um, appreciate you guys playing. I um, was in the car today and did not see the Paul Millsap news. Uh, so you can guess how my NBA slate went, Will. Um also, don't know what happened to Tim Frazier. Um, I'm interested to know. Read, maybe go back and watch that game and see what happened to him. He just lost a lot of minutes in that game. But, you know, everything else, like I had Sadoransky. I talked about him on the podcast yesterday. John Collins was just off to a monster game and didn't play the second half. Um, I was wrong about a couple things. Okafor, um, Drummond had a really good game out of nowhere. Um, so it was, a, it, was a, it was a bad day. For me, so I'm ready to bounce back. Bounce back Tuesday. Um, last time we did yep. bounce back Tuesday, you almost won a tournament. So I'm ready for bounce back Tuesday. Well, let's get started, my friend. We have Boston at Cleveland, two fourteen and a half total in this one. Boston's favored by twelve and a half. <laughs> Will, there's a few games that we have a lot of injury news, so you're gonna be um, you're gonna be able to take a couple naps here, buddy. Um, this is one of them. Kyrie Irving is out. Baines is out. Robert Williams is questionable. <laughs> Kevin Love is out. Osman is out. Thompson is out. Nick Stalkis, who was traded over to Cleveland, um, is questionable. They don't know if he's going to be cleared in time 
to play is what I read. And um, so that's what I'm going to go <laughs> off of. They have him on the injury report as questionable. So we shall see how that works out. All right, Will, let's talk um, Boston first here. No Kyrie. We've been riding this Boston team, Terry Rozier, without Kyrie. Um, what are we doing here in this spot with no Kyrie Irving? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see a reason to fade Rozier. I mean, I don't care what the price is. Well, let me take that back. I do care what the price is, but I still think it's fair. A uh, guy that should play big minutes. Uh, it's in Cleveland. Cleveland is a little decimated as well, but. Uh, I still think that this can be a, a somewhat competitive game. So I like Rozier. I like Al Horford. I like Jalen Brown. Those are my favorite three. I know your boy Marcus Morris uh, does get that usage bump when Kyrie is out. Uh, and so he's, he's he's like at the back of my list, though. It's just Jalen Brown is just a guy I like because they just don't raise his price. And when Kyrie's out, he just he plays, you know, about 30 to 32 minutes. And he just performs. Uh, obviously, Marcus Smart is another guy we can look at at 5,300. I just can't – I can't play four, so my main three are just going to be Rozier Horford, Jalen Brown. And I think if you're you're doing, like, some deep tournament diving, I think Daniel Tice is a guy that we can look at, you know, especially if you're thinking maybe it's close for a while, but as the game goes on, it gets out of hand. I mean, if he gets 20 minutes, I mean, you got to think he can get – you know, 25 to 30 fantasy points. So he's just a guy I think you can look at. I like Jason Tatum as well, but I, I just – I can't play five Celtics. So I just got to stick with the three that I like the most, and that would be Rozier, Horford, and Brown. Yeah. Um, for as low – for 214.5 is not low by any means, but it's been low as far as the standard goes this season. I like a lot of this – game both sides like you mentioned um i i do like rogier i could see fading rogier at his price on fanduel i think he's really close on DraftKings as far as price goes as well uh and then fantasy draft the guy i want here is jalen brown you know you you talked about it the minutes get closer to 30 when Kyrie's out you know we look at the last two games with Kyrie out 18 and 16 shot attempts, 33 and 43 fantasy points. It's 4,900. Uh, we're looking at really solid, you know, six to seven X type of play with Brown. And then you add in Cleveland and then you add in, if this game gets a little out of hand, Brown may be playing in the fourth quarter with even higher usage. So Jalen Brown's probably my favorite considering price. I'm right there with you on Rogier. Um, I definitely don't mind Horford in this spot. And then, like you said, if you want to be contrarian and you want to take Tatum or Smart or Morris, legitly six of these guys are in play, yeah. depending on how many lineups you're making today. Um, it's legit. You could take any of those six guys. The guy I think I'd stay away from is Hayward. Uh, they're just being very careful with him on minutes, whether it's they're easing him back and letting him just, you know, kind of find a stroke or his usage. It's just – I don't know what they're doing with Gordon Hayward, to be honest. Um, Gordon Hayward's a way better basketball player than what we've seen from him this season, and I don't know. It took Paul George really a year to bounce back from that injury. Maybe it's just taking longer than what we expected for Hayward, or maybe they're just 
hey, we're not going to play this guy heavily until the playoffs. So who knows what's happening here with Hayward. But uh, he's the one guy that I think I would stay away from as far as the Celtics. And if I had to list them in order, like I said, considering price, I would go Brown, Rogier, Horford. And then I would probably go – the other three are just so close. Considering price, I'd probably go Tatum, Morris, Smart. Smart being the last one, but legitly in play. He's a guy that I'm definitely going to consider um, being a multi-enter type of day for me. So a lot of, lot of different ways you can go with the Celtics today, but it's probably a day I have – I'll probably have two Celtics um, in a majority of my lineups just because of the matchup. Let's talk Cleveland side. You know, they traded away Hood. A lot of minutes to go around with Osman out as well. Um, what are we doing with Cleveland here, Will? Look, man, I as much as I hate Cleveland, I think these guys are in play today. Uh, hard not. It's hard to hate them in this spot, let's be honest. Yeah, I <laughs> – they just they don't have enough guys, and so you're going to get guys like Alec Burks. He's been playing 35 minutes. Uh, uh, God, I was going to say Collison, but Clarkson has been playing about 30 minutes a game. So with all these guys out, I mean, Clarkson is a guy I like anyway. When he's going to get 30 minutes, I just like to play him. So if I'm going to play three Celtics, I'm you know I don't care about game stacks as much. But this is a spot, man, where I know, especially on fantasy draft, I'm building my lineup as we go along. And right now, I mean, I've got three Celtics and Collison. I mean, Clarkson, excuse me. So Clarkson is actually one of my favorite Cavaliers. I really like uh, uh, Burks. And then another guy that I really like, uh, me and JSU, we were talking about this Saturday. And I, I think if me and JSU just would have collaborated and just played all the guys we talked about, we might have shipped this whole thing. But I, can, I, I'm, uh, I cannot wait. Uh, he's doing a podcast with me soon and I've already busted him up enough, but if he would have just played Bobby Portis, he talked about Bobby Portis the oh, whole time we, listen, and then he didn't play him. Oh boy. And listen, another guy I brought up was Larry Nance on Saturday, which Nance didn't have a slate breaker. But one of the things I brought up was that his, his minutes, you know, he, I think he hit like 24 minutes the game before I said, I think his gameplay is about to be on the rise. And sure enough, you know, at his price point, he did pretty well. So I do think he's a guy, you know, once again, price still isn't as high. Uh, he's 11-3 on fantasy draft. I mean, he dropped 37 fantasy points the last game out against Dallas. I think we could see something similar here. So I, I like Larry Nance in this spot. They're going to have to play him. So Nance, Clarkson, Alec Burks, I mean, those three guys, I mean, I think you have to like him. Colin Sexton is going to get minutes. He's just not doing much. So I don't think we have to go there, but Clarkson, Nance, Alec Burks, I, they're just, they're all going to play big minutes tomorrow. I, I like them a lot at home. Yeah. You know, all these guys out, these guys are going to play minutes. Um, if, if Stalkus doesn't play, that's even more minutes. So I would probably rank them Clarkson, Burks, Nance, um, considering price and minutes. But, you know, when we look at, ceiling Clarkson has the highest ceiling but Nance is there Nance is a guy that has a, a nice ceiling it's yeah. a tough matchup against Boston which I'm hoping lowers the ownership because the minutes are going to be there regardless whether this game stays close or not 
the game being in Cleveland maybe helps them a little bit as well, but these guys are going to play minutes regardless of the score. So um, a lot of value coming from this game. Uh, it's the first game on the slate for us, but a lot of value coming here. Let's move on. We got the Clippers and Charlotte in Charlotte, 226 total. Charlotte favored by three in this game. Gallinari is still out. And then on the Charlotte side of things, we get Cody Zeller probable here um, coming back from injury. It was – oh, why can't I think of what – Zeller was hand, right? Yep, yep. He had surgery too. Yeah, hand, hand. So he's been able to run and stuff. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have to see, you know, as far as like minutes and stuff go for him. He's a guy on the season that's averaging around 24 minutes. Um, well, this is going to be a situation – I guess let's start with the Clippers. Let's start with the Clippers first. What are we looking at here on the Clippers side of things? Man, Tobias Harris, man. I'm going to have to play him. I, I can't fade him against Charlotte. I, just, I can't. Uh, just 50, 50 spot incoming for, for Tobias Harris. I, I think he's going to smash here. I like him. He's my favorite Clipper. Uh, this guard situation, man, I just – Patrick Beverly's 10-2 on, uh, on fantasy draft. And I know he hasn't shown the upside, but, I mean, he's still playing 30 minutes. Uh, the Detroit game was a blowout. The Toronto game wasn't wasn't great either. Uh, I expect this game to be a lot more competitive. I think we get 35 minutes out of Beverly. I think he's a guy we can look at. SGA has been putting up some big performances, uh, but I'm just going to stay off that train. Uh, he's been under 30 fantasy points a lot more than he's been over. Uh, he's been under 20 fantasy points a lot more than he's been over. Uh, or or he's been hanging around that 20-point race. So I'm, I'm going to fade SGA. I'm not worried about him. Uh, but Beverly and um, and Tobias Harris, th- those guys are my favorites. I don't want to play Lou at this price point, uh, and in the center situation, just forget it. So uh, I'm I'm staying away. But Tobias Harris, Patrick Beverly, those are my favorite too. Yeah, as much as I like Tobias, I don't know if I can get behind him here. Well, it's just for some reason he just hasn't been aggressive. Tobias, and he could do it in any game. He can turn it on, but. I just haven't seen that like killer instinct. We need that killer instinct to bias. We need him to want to go out and score and, and put up big points, but just really haven't seen that from him. And as much as I hate play, playing Be- Patrick Beverly, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think we see him back 35 to 38 minutes in this game in a close game. And I, we have to be unbiased about him. Um, yeah. What he's doing right now, we just have to be unbiased. So, you know, this isn't defensive lockdown, Patrick Beverly. It's I'm going to go out and get rebounds. I'm going to go out and get assists. I'm always going to be a guy that has the upside to get, you know, steals and blocks. Uh, so I, I think Beverly is certainly in play. I don't know if he's my favorite play on the slate, but this game does have a really good total. Should be a back-and-forth type of game. It's a game that we should be looking at and um, might be a game that kind of flies under the radar on this slate. Charlotte side of things. This is your team, Will. Um, oh God, I don't even, see. This is another thing I talked about Saturday. So let me rant. I'm sorry. I, I got to get one rant in before we get like three more yawns because we're at minus five and a half. So doing good. Only start two. 
<laughs> so uh, this is another situation with me, JSU, were talking Saturday. I showed JSU my dummy lineup, like, because I always build a dummy lineup to where if I forget or something goes wrong, my phone crashes, like, it can still function and do okay. And so in my dummy lineup, I had Kimba, I had uh, uh, Jonathan Isaac, um, who else did I have? I can't, I can't remember all the guys, but like there were like several guys that were just kind of like off the reservation that no one played, and they all just like destroyed the slate. And I said, I should have just left my dummy lineup in there. Why did I even change it? And we laughed about it. But uh, anyway, that's my rant. So I, I told JSU from here on out, I'm going to have to make at least one team uh, with Kemba Walker. I felt like I failed myself as a hometown fan. So needless to say, I don't like Kim in my main lineup, but I will have a secondary with him in there. That, that's my rant. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> um, it's really hard to like anything here uh, for Charlotte, but the one thing that I do want to talk about really quick is I'm going to be paying attention to Cody Zeller's minutes in this game, and if he plays – 24 to 26 minutes like he comes out and he sees his normal minutes in this game then they play again on wednesday which we'll have to see if he's going to play on the back-to-back but i'm willing to if we see him play his normal minutes here jump on this before the price goes up because cody zeller at 4k is really really tempting uh with it being a hand thing you know, this guy's been practicing, I think, for the last week. Uh-huh. So, if I knew, if we had any kind of, like, if we got news that he was going to play his normal minutes here, I might take a shot, just because the price. Um, I, I think he plays 20 minutes. I could be for sure wrong on that. 20 is just not enough, you know. Yeah. I, we I need know. that extra, we need that extra four to six minutes. Yeah, I know. I know. Like I said, that that's my... That's my read on it. I think he's going to play 20 minutes around there. But like I said, I could be wrong. Either way, he's not going past 25. I don't I don't think he goes past 25 tomorrow. So I have a question. Yes. What are your thoughts on Malik Monk? Do you think it's been because of some blowouts? Or do you think we're actually starting to see him get enough minutes and take enough shots that he might be worth a shot in the dark at his really cheap price tag? Uh, well, Boston was definitely a blowout. Memphis wasn't a blowout, really. And then, I mean, they played Chicago, which was – I mean, he played 20 minutes in that game. I mean, he I've been watching him. It's just every time I get on board with Malik Monk, coach he just – he, he just pulls the rug from under me. And I so I just, it's hard for me to get on board, but I will say this: if I'm maybe he's a guy that makes my one Kimba lineup, Kimba lineup tomorrow. I can't play him in my main line. I I couldn't confidently sit here and tell you that I trust anything about Malik Monk in this situation. I just can't do it. I might. I'm gonna have him on at least one of my um, ten Yahoo teams, just because I never get to play yeah, on Yahoo. You're playing ten. I haven't. That's great. I haven't. I haven't made ten lineups in so long. But like Malik Monk is one of those like tournament plays where if I'm multi-entering, he always will. He's the type of guy like with his upside uh, at his really cheap price tag, and I know um, 
I had looked earlier when I was uh, breaking down the slate, but he's min salary over there on Yahoo. So um, I, I know he's going to be a guy that I end up with at least one team with him on there just because I like taking those flyers and getting that done. But yeah, I don't really love anything on Charlotte here. Uh, do you have anything else to add on Charlotte? I, I, I would take a shot on Nicholas Batum tomorrow. I'm, I've been fading Batum, but his production is starting to stabilize. So, like, if you look at his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven games, seven, eight games or so, 29, 20, 29, 32, 24, 24, 32, 27. Like, now I can start getting behind playing Nicholas Batum. I don't think he's the worst player in the world uh, on this slate. So I, I would take a shot on him for sure. You think he remember how to play basketball? I think so. I mean, he, he you think he, he remembered like he's actually pretty good at the old basketball. Man, look, I, I remember I was pretty good too, but that memory's long gone. Uh, <laughs> but he, but he got a chance to watch our RG mixtape. Uh, hopefully, we inspired him to get out there and play. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Lakers and Pacers, two seventeen total here. Um, Lakers favored by three in this game. Lonzo Ball is out. Hart is questionable. Um, LeBron is expected to play. Kuzma is expected to play. Uh, Pacers are on a back to back. We don't have an injury report. Um, I listened to some of that game um, on the radio on the way back from Nashville, and I didn't hear anybody um, getting injured in that game. Um, I will say. I, I was going to talk about this at the beginning, but I will say that this is really important time of the year to remember um, that there's a lot of trade, the trade deadlines coming up. There's a lot of moves that happen. There's a lot of late scratches because of moves. So it might be a week that you want to be a little bit more careful with your bankroll um, because of that situation. So just want to throw that out there. And, and Kyle Kuzma made me think of that. I know the Lakers are, trying very, very hard to get um, Anthony Davis. So let's talk Lakers first here. LeBron expected to play. Is there anything really standing out to you here on this Lakers team? Man, I, so I would love to take a stab at Kyle Kuzma at this very depressed price of 5800 It's just the problem is that LeBron is back. you got Rondo with the ball in his hands for about – 23 to 24 seconds on the shot clock and I just can't pull the trigger like I want to because I feel like this is I'm, I'm, it's, he's just too cheap at this price point even with LeBron back but realistically I know he's not going to have the same opportunities and so that's what scares me off of him but that was the one thing that stood out to me when I, when I looked over this team uh, even Brandon Ingram at 5900 I don't mind Ingram at 5900 I do think he can still get there if he's hot and he can get it going. Um, but that's about it for me. I actually I don't I don't want to play LeBron in this spot. I don't I don't hate LeBron, but you know, if I had to choose between him and uh, another guy we're gonna talk about in probably two or three games, everybody knows who that is. I, I wouldn't play LeBron over him to save my life right now. So that's about it for me, man. Maybe play some of these cheap Lakers, but other than that, I'm not touching any of them. I don't even see t touching any of the cheap ones. Like I, it's just such a Lance Stevenson, maybe. Oh maybe. God. <laughs> well, like, yeah, yeah. Going back to Indy, I get it. I, I, I totally. And like they've it. been giving him a little bit more run. Like he's been playing with so much energy off the bench. Walton's been giving him run. If you think that Walton's going to continue to do that, maybe you just maybe you take a shot on him. But 
the center situation is so messed up right now. Um, it, it's just hard to figure out on a, on a day-to-day basis what they're going to do with that. Um, you know, Rondo was, Rondo was fine until LeBron came back, and now Rondo is a little expensive. Uh, I still think Rondo has tournament appeal. I think LeBron has tournament appeal. You know, I, I think a lot of people today are going to be on Westbrook and George and uh, Kawhi and Embiid in that game. So this might be a day LeBron goes a little overlooked. And oh, anytime, yeah, like anytime, anytime the King is overlooked, you know, you have to consider him. He's LeBron James. He's the, the best basketball player um, in the NBA right now. So, um, Pacers side of things is a back to back. Maybe, maybe they give Turner a day off uh, on a back to back. Collison was having a good game, um, from what I was listening to. Um, is there anything that he here on the Pacers side that you like? Man, uh, I wish I could play some Pacers. I can't though. Um, Collison did have a really good game. 39 yeah. and a half fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, he's he's been balling. Like, Collison's a guy I've been playing, you know, from time to time. Like, today was a slate where I definitely considered him. I just played Sadaransky over him. I, that was that was my decision. But I, I don't I don't think I want to play anybody from, from Indiana here. I just think they're just, you know, I'm gonna have a real condensed pool of games, and this this game just kind of doesn't make the list for me today. So I'm just kind of scratching, scratching it off. It all changes if somebody gets ruled out here on a back-to-back again. Um, you know, I agree with Will. This is not a not a team that I love today. But if if for some reason like Turner or somebody Miles Turner played 32 minutes on Monday, if he got scratched, or Thaddeus oh, Young who played 35 minutes on Monday, if he got scratched, the one guy that I do want to say um, that they've been giving really really solid minutes to recently, who might be a tournament flyer if you're multi-entering, is Corey Joseph. Um, yeah. He's been playing over 30 minutes. I think this is the third um, straight game now that he's played over 30 minutes. And he really hasn't had a great matchup. Not saying the Lakers is a great matchup either, but he really hasn't had a great matchup. Uh, Miami uh, was one of them. Orlando was a good matchup, and he just he shot the ball bad. But he's the guy that I've been watching. His minutes have been really um, consistent recently. So um, he's interesting. But, uh, again, like – Gonna need somebody to get rolled out here uh, for me to have interest in the Pacers side. Detroit at New York, two hundred five total. Detroit favored by three. Um, they're on a back to back as well. Don't have an injury report for them. Um, as far as the New York Knicks go, Moutier is out. Um, Nit Lakina is questionable, or is he? No, he's out. Um, Frankie ends out. Robinson's questionable. Let's start with Detroit. They're on a back-to-back going into New York. Um, this game should stay close, but it's probably going to be low scoring. Is there anything here on the Pistons side that stands out to you? Oh, man. This is another one where it's just like, what do we do? It, it is a back-to-back. Obviously, Reggie Jackson's been getting, you know, big minutes. but Except for Monday. <laughs> well, yeah, he played 22. Uh, I know. They but, but it was blowing blowout. out Denver. Yeah, I mean. Oh, I know. So, so first of all, don't even get, get me started on that. I, I stacked the Denver Nuggets today. Well, three of them. I had Jokic, uh, Beasley, and, and Morris. And obviously, you know, when I look back on it, I have a rule in my notebook that I broke. Just stack against Atlanta every time. And I, I, I didn't do that. 
I don't want to sound like the complainer today, so I'm just going. That's my last gripe or complaint. You're allowed to rant. Uh, you know, nobody, <laughs> nobody's judging. Like we all like rants. Like, yeah. I, I just want to know what's going on with Jokic. This is three day. This is three games in a row that I've gotten him right. I said on the podcast yesterday, it wasn't the best play on the on the slate. Um, this is three slates in a row. Will like, yeah. I, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned now. Um because I don't ever get this guy right. Now it's three in a row. Like maybe it was just three in a row. Maybe like Jokic like wanted to give me a little um, like, Hey, finally. And now like, now I'm going to get him wrong again. <laughs> well, look, man, I got to start coming to you for Jokic advice. Cause I was getting him right. Now I'm getting him wrong. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to start asking you, you got the, the eight ball there. That's telling us what to do. So, uh, so yeah. I like Reggie Jackson, though. Um, 5,500, I still think that's fair. Uh, this should be a pretty competitive game. Uh, if he gets in the upper 30s, I mean, he's been smashing this price point. 30, 30 39, 42, 46. Those are his last four. He was at 29.25. So those are his last five, excluding today where he played 22 minutes in what was a fairly easy game to the finish line. So uh, I'm just going to overlook today and assume that he's going to continue to get big minutes. You know, when Stanley Johnson has 42 fantasy points at the end of the night, uh, you know it was a blowout. So I'm, I'm just going to kind of sit with that. Andre Drummond at 8,300, I still think that's too cheap. And then we've got Blake at 88. Uh, so, I mean, these are two guys I think, you know, I don't want to play three Pistons tomorrow, but I, I think it's it, it's very uh, w well within the realm of possibility that those three guys could have big games against the Knicks. So, I don't want to overreact to Monday's game as far as the Pistons went, go. Um, you know, just look at their shooting percentage in that game. They they shot lights out. Like, you know, even Blake Griffin, he only took eight shot attempts, but he was six for eight. Drummond was 12 for 14. Johnson was seven for 10 and four for five from three. Oh. Bullock was four for nine and three from seven from three. Galloway was three for eight from three, six for 13. Like, they just shot the ball exceptional um, against Denver on Monday. Oh, yeah, they would have never straight up. Never. Yeah, like if this game stays close, then Jackson should play his minutes. Um, I talked about Ish Smith yesterday, and I, I said it wasn't the right slate. I wish I would have pulled the trigger. He played. He ended up playing 20 minutes and had his fantasy point per minute. Um and he would have been better since some of the value plays, but he wouldn't have been as good as the Denver value plays, which I would have saw the Paul Millsap news. That's why you should not play DFS if you can't be on your computer, NBA. Um, but yeah, like the Pistons, I think Blake's my favorite play. I'll go back to the well on Reggie Jackson. I'm not going to overreact to Galloway, Kennard, Bullocks, Johnson, those guys shooting the ball well. It's a decent matchup against New York here. Um but it, it's really – I think this game stays close on the back-to-back, -back, coming off of a big win, emotional high, beating Denver. Um, so – and then on the New York side of things here, this New York team's a mess. Um, DeAndre Jordan came in and played 29 minutes in his first game with the Knicks and put up 35 fantasy points. Um, what are we doing with Jordan? What are we doing with the Knicks? So – I'm in, in the words of one of my good friends out in Texas, the Knicks stink. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and every time we, we have a conversation about the Knicks and about the trade, he just says, why are we even talking about this? The Knicks stink. And you know what? They do stink. I don't want to play any Knicks in this spot. I'll get value from Boston. I'll get value from Cleveland. I'm just not going to waste my time trying to figure out what the Knicks have going on. I mean, I, I but I do read because I want to keep up with the news. And Coach Fisdale is a coach that I really, really liked in Miami. And I, I thought maybe he got the rough end of the stick in Memphis. And now he's in New York. And maybe he's getting the, the, the bad end of the stick there as well. But something is going on with this team. This front office is I, – I don't, I don't know what's going on. But I can't play Dennis Smith Jr., I can't play Wesley Matthews. I can't play any of these guys because I don't know from game to game what's going to happen. You know, they're trying to ship Wesley Matthews, and uh, uh, Coach Fisdale is talking about playing Dennis Smith Jr. and Frankie Nicotine together at some point. It's just too much confusion going on with this lineup. And on this slate, I don't even want the stress of trying to pinpoint who the big guy is going to be. So I'm fading the Knicks. At all costs. I won't have a single nick in any lineup tomorrow. Mistake. Mistake. Hey. The Knicks suck. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> that, that made me that made me laugh. I didn't mute my mic. But um this is the spot, Will, that people are gonna look at. Dennis Smith Jr. only played 25 minutes in his first game. The dude picked up two quick fouls. He played three minutes in the first quarter. That had nothing to do with DSJ's production. I think this is a spot. I really think this is the spot. DSJ gets like 32 minutes with this team. It's a matchup against Detroit. It's a point guard against Detroit. I know I'm going to have like three to five teams with DSJ um, today. I really, really want to take advantage of him only getting three first quarter minutes. And I really think that limited his minutes in this first game with the Knicks. Um, the price hasn't come up. I think that you play DSJ here. Uh, tournaments only. This is not a cash game play. I'm not a cash game player. But I, I think that we see him – because he – not only did he get in foul trouble, he didn't shoot the ball particularly well in that game, but he shot nine times in 26 minutes, which is a good sign. want to see a little bit more than that, but – just look at the pieces around him. They started Dotson, Knox, and you know Vonley with DeAndre Jordan. That's the starting lineup you want to see for DSJ. You know he's going to get his usage with that starting lineup. DeAndre Jordan's not a high usage guy. Dotson's not a high usage guy. Knox can be, um, and, and Vonley's not a high usage guy. So like, I, I think we see, and, and this I, might be a hot take, but uh, you know this I think we see DSJ. Around 30 minutes with around a 30% usage rate in this game. Uh, if he shoots the ball well, he has the ceiling to win you a tournament. If he doesn't shoot the ball well, then I lose out on some teams. But I, I do like DSJ here for tournaments. Um, DeAndre Jordan's cheap. Uh, it's not the best matchup, but gosh, if they're going to play him 30 minutes here, at 6,200, DeAndre Jordan's a guy that can have big games. I know the Knicks suck, and I don't disagree with you, like I said, and it's <laughs> it's so it's so tilting, but I think, like, 
as long as they're not winning games, I, I think Fizdale will give these guys minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hate to say that, yeah. but you know, obviously the Knicks want to lose. They're setting themselves up. Um, they're setting themselves up for next year. You know, they freed up all that money. They're setting themselves up for next year. They're gonna try to go out and get uh, a couple free agents um, this off season. They want to lose games now, but. Uh, man, they got to kind of see what they got in DSJ. He's young. Um, DeAndre Jordan, on the other hand, you know what you got in DeAndre Jordan. Um, if they can keep him pretty cheap, they might keep him. I don't even know if his contract's up, but I'm not playing Wes Matthews here, even though he played like 30 minutes. He's just not a high usage guy. Um, he only scored, I think, two points. It's awful. Yeah, I think it was like five, but yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe two fantasy points. I, I know he scored uh, five actual points, but yeah, that's what I really, really just want to take advantage advantage of maybe people thinking like Dennis Smith Jr. is only going to play twenty five minutes and not realizing that he played three first quarter minutes. That, that that was the whole moral of the story. Will that was it? Yeah, yeah. No, look, look, look. You you know I like cheap point guards, and that's not I like the point guards against Detroit. Will yeah, yeah. That too. That's not the reason I'm fading the Knicks. Once again. Remember this statement, the Knicks stink. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, we move on. Minnesota at Memphis will take your nap. Two or three and a half total. Minnesota favored by one and a half. Covington is out. Tyus Jones is out. Rose is out. Teague is doubtful. Breath. Anderson is out. Brooks is out. Caspi is out. Green is questionable. Noah is questionable. Temple is doubtful. That's a long one. One, yeah. two, three, four. I think six, we ran off about eight and nine. Eight games. names. Yeah. Eight names. One game. That's ridiculous. It is February, though. Let's start in Minnesota. Um, obviously, the first thing we know here with Minnesota is we don't expect Teague or Rose to play. Um, no. That that's just where we're at with that. So, what are we doing here uh, with this Minnesota team? Well, I think uh, we're just going to load up on Jared Bayless. I got him right, I think, one day last week, and it was actually against Memphis in a 99-97 game. He put up 51 fantasy points. I am not expecting 51 fantasy points, but I am expecting him to get the job done. So I really like him here, 5,400 on DK. Uh, You know, I've got him in my – uh, preliminary build here on, on fantasy draft at 10-3. I just think he's an exceptional value. Uh, so I, I'm all over him. I actually like Cat in this spot. And, and here, here's the only reason why. This is a pure tournament tournament take here. But I think Cat at 9-7, um, I think he's got the upside to compete with Embiid. Now, I don't, I don't necessarily want to play him. I'm just saying I think the ownership on him is going to be pretty low. And – I think he can have an upside game against anyone. Uh, if you look, even last week when you look at like a back-to-back or a home away from home situation where he played they played Utah on the 25th, he put up 60 fantasy points, then he played Utah again on the 27th to put up 46, and the 60 was at Utah. My point is just that he can put up, you know, fantasy points against the best of them. So I, ju- I do think he's a, he's a tournament flyer, a guy that you can look at. Maybe if you want to save a few dollars, off of an Embiid or something like that. Um. All right. So first things first. Um. 
Bayless, can we get a price increase, please? I just don't get it. Like, what is it, six, seven games now over 30 fantasy Oh, points? man, yeah. And, yeah. and this dude's 54. So, like, his his floor his floor on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft right now is, like, what we look at for cheap guys to get, like, 6X. Uh, it's just – can we get a price increase? I know they've been raising his price, and they're making it a little bit more. But, like, this guy – there's no reason this guy shouldn't be, like, six to 6,500. Um, I, I know it's a matchup with Memphis, and they're a, a solid defensive team, and, you know, we get that Memphis uh, price or whatever – we get a price increase please uh but yeah I'm, I'm playing bayless uh there's no reason not to play bayless like the only place i might not play bayless is fandle um oh, I'm playing just him. because there's point guard options over there that i feel like you know so here's here's the problem with like fandle um you know you have westbrook at the top you got lillard you have simmons you have kimba um we're about to talk about mike conley you have Rogier, you have Rondo, you have DSJ, Reggie Jackson, Reggie Jackson, like this, that, Collison, Fred Van Vliet, like Van Vliet Patrick Beverly, so like, yeah. So like, the thing with like Bayless on Fanduel is, I know he's going to be popular. He he might not be as chalky as he has been, but the dude has gone for at least twenty seven Fanduel points. Um, in six straight games, and he's 5,900. So, like, 5X is his floor right now. So, there's just other guys that, like, I know I can pivot to in tournaments. And, like, the single entry series this week is, like, three bucks. So, I'm willing to absolutely take massive shots on random lineups on that thing just to try to take down one of those things and the $3 tournament. But, anyway, um, so that's where I, where I would get away from Bayless. I do like the cat call. You know, he's a guy that's going to, like, we talked about LeBron um, kind of flying under the radar. And, like, you know, how many guys that have put up, um, you know, 60 fantasy points in five out of the last 10 games is going to fly under the radar um, under 10K? So, you know, it's a tough matchup against Memphis. He didn't do well in the first or the time that he just played. Um, he got in foul trouble in that game. I don't care. Um, he's a guy that can go out and break a slate. So, like. I like the cat call. I'm actually probably going to take a couple shots on him on this multi-enter day for me. It's weird. I'm not used to this multi-enter. If I if I crush multi-enter today, I might have to do it more often. But oh man, um, trust me, it, it, it's I don't want to say addictive, but once you do it and you have some success, you, you definitely figure out your workarounds. But I mean, you know, man, you've been in this thing long enough. I don't have to tell you that. <laughs> it's been I've been around for a while. Um, <laughs> getting old uh let's talk memphis here you know uh, a million guys questionable in this game for memphis <laughs> like, um the big news here that we're waiting on is jamichael green um i guess um let's talk memphis what are we looking at here okay let me give you a very interesting stat okay you take a wild guess on what triple j is averaging as far as fouls, his last three games. I know he's fouled out at least once. Great. You're I'm so not going to look at it. No, it's good. You're so smart. He's fouled out twice. In the last game, he had five personal fouls. I. That's the only reason I know he's struggled with fouls is because um, we were making fun of like Noah and Rab um, having <laughs> games, and that's the only so, reason I knew he fouled out against Charlotte. So listen, 
we're laughing about this, and I've been talking about this all year about why I just fade Triple J, and I was playing Jermichael Green. Well, now Jermichael Green, I think because he's injured, they've just kind of not been playing him. I actually like Rab in this spot. Uh, last game against Minnesota, he played 23 minutes, put up 25 fantasy points. He's practically the minimum, and I think it's going to be something similar. I they, I don't see any way Triple J doesn't get into foul trouble in this game, having to deal with uh, a cat at some point, having to deal with uh, Taj Boyd, maybe having to deal with Sarge. I just I just don't see a way he does. He's handsy. I, I'm expecting him to be in foul trouble. So I like these other Memphis bigs because I think they're going to get minutes as a result of the foul trouble. Outside of that, um, Justin Holiday. I, I don't mind Justin Holiday because right now he's playing over 30 minutes. It's basically the same situation he was in when he was in Chicago where all the guys were out at the beginning of the year. And he was just guaranteed 35 minutes. And there aren't a lot of guys at 4,700 that you can say, okay, they're getting 35 minutes. And even outside of that, this is a great matchup for him. Minnesota's defense is awful. So I, I don't mind Holiday. Uh, burying, we're, we're burying the lead. Oh, go ahead. We're really burying the lead. And, like, I hate playing this guy, but Mike Conley is NBA jams right now. This dude is on fire. Oh, yeah. Um, Sunday, yeah. Like, 26, 23, 27, 29, 27. That's his usage in the last five games. Yeah. He's gone for, what, over 48 fantasy points now in four straight games. One of those games was against this Minnesota team. Like, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but, like, we're really oh. burying the lead on, like, how hot Mike Conley is right now. So, like, if you believe in hot streaks, Memphis is not a team that, like, this game's not going to be, like, 220 points. Mike Conley's getting it done in games that are staying under 200. Um, he is just right now... He's doing everything. Um, he's finding open guys. He's hitting open shots. He's taking a lot of shots every game. Like, the dude is just – and I hate playing Mike Conley. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm not a huge Mike Conley guy. But he's just like – I don't know what has gotten into him. I don't know if he really wants to be traded or oh, if he – like, it's just like he's just – he's on fire right now. Yeah, he's crushing it, man. Um, I, I had him Sunday and – enjoyed those 51 52 fantasy points whatever it was might have been 56 can't remember either way yeah what what another great performance and you're right man uh conley conley's been crushing um so i, I don't hate it i don't i don't think i'm going to play him tomorrow but i definitely don't hate it um you know temple out you know max gonna play minutes in this game just because all the injuries, you know, him and Holiday are just going to play minutes here because of all the injuries. Um, like you said, I don't mind those guys, but I think my target here is Conley. Um, we 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 we're we're setting up on a slate that it looks like we're going to have plenty of value, so it's not going to be hard to play like a Conley and a Paul George or a Conley and an Embiid or Kawhi. So like I, I'm, this is definitely setting up to be like maybe a Stars and Scrubs type of day. Um, because we have we have some studs to pay up for that we're you know about to talk about. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, let's talk about them. Magic Thunder two twenty four and a half total here. Thunder favored by ten. Mo Bamba is out. Uh, Jonathan Simmons is questionable. And then on the Thunder side, um, you know, same guys that have been out for the Thunder. Um, 
you know, nothing to really mention here. So magic side of things, um, Mobamba being out, maybe a few extra minutes. I, if Simmons sits, maybe a few extra minutes for Isaac um, in this game. Uh, what are you looking at here on the magic side? Man, Kim Burt, 16 minutes. I'm just kidding. Uh, now, on the Magic, I do like DJ Augustine in this spot. Uh, point guards sneakily get the best of the Thunder. I don't even know why. Well, I do know why. Russell Westbrook's going to go on the offensive end and dribble and dunk on people, and he's going to go on the defensive end and take it easy. So uh, I like DJ Augustine uh, in this spot. A little bit of narrative play for OKC for a little while. Uh, so, so, so I like him. Terrence Ross is now being heard in in, in, uh, in trade rumors. So uh, is. I, I don't think he's going to get traded tomorrow. I, I hope not. But at 5K, you know, point guard, shooting guards, for some reason, the Thunder just struggled so bad. So Fournier and Ross are two guys I think you can look at. This game is – I think it's going to be a, a fairly pace-up game. And then as much as I don't like to play Aaron Gordon – He's now in that price range where it's like, all right, he's 6,200, and he could get 50. 40, 50, I, I just think that price is reasonable. And then the good old mighty Vooch, I am not afraid of Steven Adams anymore. Uh, I don't care. So so Vooch, I, I think Vooch is going to be just fine. The question is, do you want to pay 9,600 for him? I don't, but I, I don't hate it. I think he, I think he could still have a, a fantastic game here. Yeah, I don't love Vooch. It's more of just the price. I love Vooch. Um, yeah. I wish the Magic would already go ahead and trade him and get some get some value from him as much as I – I love Vooch. But as a Magic fan, I understand what we need to do. Um, I'm a realist. Vooch yeah. and these guys around him are not going to be a solution to the Magic, you know, winning the East anytime soon. So they need to move Vooch. Package Fournier with Ross, please. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, you sound like us last year when we were shopping Kimba, and I was like, if we get rid of Kimba, if we could just put MKG and Batum in that deal, oh, this man. would be great. I was so Fun excited, deal. and then we couldn't get it done. I know. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um. Aaron Gordon, like you said, it, he's a price and force type of play. Um, if you're multi-entering, if you're single entering, he's a guy you look at, you consider. I don't know if you end up on him. Um, I I like Isaac, man. I keep saying like the guy. This this guy is one of the young guys that like is a future of the Magic. Um, and with Mo Bamba being out, maybe he plays a few extra minutes. I really want Simmons to sit too, but like. If they're going to give him 27 to 32 minutes, he's a guy that just – it doesn't matter the matchup. If he gets that type of minutes, he's very active on the boards. Um, he's very active on defense. I like Isaac um, as a tournament play here. He's certainly somebody that I'm going to be looking at. Yeah, man, I get it, dude. I uh, I like him as well. Paul George. Russell Westbrook. OKC Thunder. Um, we all know what you're doing here, Will. Man, look. let's talk about um, this spot for Paul George. You know, the Magic have been struggling with wing guys all season. He put up 57 and a half uh, against the Magic the first time they met. 
I will say he did take 24 shots in that game and Steven Adams was out. Um, that's me playing devil's advocate. What are we looking at here on the Thunder? So I, I do really like Paul George, but I will say this. Today is a day where I do have to think about it a little bit more I because of all the other guys on the slate as well. And sometimes, you know, you have to make those decisions. So when I'm looking at the guys from Boston, I'm looking at Tobias and, you know, I'm looking at Bale. So I'm looking at all these guys. We've got, you know, um, uh, Kawhi and, uh, and Embiid that are going to come up, who I actually like a lot more today. So Paul George is kind of going to be on the outside looking in for me. And I hate that. Like, I, I want to play him. And really, I probably should play him. On FanDuel, I will say I think he's a, he's a much better play. On DK and Fantasy Draft, uh, he's, you know, 10-2. You know, you got Kawhi a lot cheaper. I think I just side with Kawhi. But, I mean, we just can't deny what he's done. 53-67-57-65-54-64. I mean, those are like his last five or six games, playing good basketball. So that's my Paul George take. My favorite uh, OKC Thunder player today is, just, is Jeremy Grant at uh, at fifty three hundred. Uh, I know he hasn't he hasn't put up over thirty in like three games, but I, I just think this is too cheap. I, I think he should be a little bit more than this. And uh, now we've got Dennis Schroeder, who uh, who who actually may play thirty minutes in this spot, uh, even if it's a close game. Because as, as weird as it sounds, you know, they, they've kind of got some guys on the wing that are out. Robeson's been out. Uh, Nader's going to be out. So maybe, maybe he picks up two or three extra minutes. But at 4,800, 4, uh, I, I don't hate Dennis Schroeder. Obviously, we can always play Westbrook. But he may end up being on the outside looking in for me today as well. A lot of good studs that we're about to talk about um, in the next game. But, yeah, like – I don't mind Paul George here. I'll have a couple teams with him. I'm making 10 teams. I'm not going to fade Paul George against the Magic. Yeah. The guy that I like here the most, though, is Steven Adams. Um, 6,200 against the Orlando Magic. And, you know, you look at the Boston game. One more rebound. He's at 35 fantasy points. Um, he, You know, that Miami game, he came back from injury. But, like, this is a guy that – puts up 30 fantasy points on a consistent basis, which gives you right around five X. And then in any matchup that like he gets the, those extra three or four rebounds and an extra couple easy baskets, like we're looking at 40. Um, so like Steven Adams at 62 is a guy that stands out to me here. Yeah. Um, probably more of a fantasy draft play where I can play multiple centers, but I don't hate him on, on DraftKings either at, at this price tag. Yeah, I, I get it, man. Um, you know, it, and, and I mean, it's like you said, if he picks up a couple extra baskets, a couple extra rebounds, and then if he also picks up two blocks or so, like, you know, that, that can really take you over the edge. So I, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I, I totally get the call. Totally get the call. Toronto at Philadelphia. Here we go. 229 total. Philly favored by four and a half. Kyle Lowry's doubtful. Valanciunas is doubtful. Um, and then Wilson Chandler is out on the Philadelphia side of things. <sighs> Probably the best overall basketball game on, on the slate. Um, I think you can make an argument for um, the Clippers-Charlotte game as being a back-and-forth type of close game, but this should be a really good basketball game. Two of the best teams, if not the two best teams in the East. You know, we throw Boston in there as well. 
Um, the one thing that I want to do men- that I want to mention here is this game starts at eight Eastern. The Miami Portland game is the only late game. It starts at ten thirty. I'm going to leave from wire to wire in this in this uh, this uh, <laughs> fantasy draft roto league. Just look for it wire <laughs> to wire this time, not drop. <laughs> um. So long gap in between games here. Let's start with Toronto. I think Kawhi Leonard is the best play on the slate. Oh. Um, I, I don't think it's a secret. As long as Lowry continues to be out or doubtful here, there's. I just. I don't see a reason when we look at we look at Westbrook, we look at Paul George, we look at LeBron, we look at these guys' price tags, and we look at Kawhi without Lowry in this game, and it's just like. Assuming they don't randomly rule him out, um, like they like to do on the in, during the day on Tuesday, like Kawhi is just he's going to be my highest owned stud um, on this slate. I think he's the best play on the slate. Oh yeah, a hundred percent, man. I've been uh, I've actually been dipping into the multi entry as well. Uh, you know, twenty lineups, thirty lineups, forty lineups, nothing crazy. I'm not hitting one fifty, but you know enough to try to get me exposure to all the guys that I like. And, you know, Kawhi's a guy, I'll just hit the lock button on today. 9,300. Uh, and then on fantasy draft, man, he's 17-2. 17-2 on fantasy draft in this spot. I mean, I, it, I'm with you 100%, Stevie. Best play on the slate. Uh, if Lauer's going to be out, Van Vliet is really cheap. 8,800 on fantasy draft. Another lock and load player, uh, really like him as well. And then, of course, you've got Ibaka and Siakam. Uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to end up on those guys today, but I would not be surprised if one of them went over 40. Like it just, it wouldn't surprise me. They do it all the time. So uh, Siakam would probably be my big of choice because I think you know Ibaka will have to deal with Embiid and. Uh, so it's just, that's just a matchup thing. But either way, I still don't think I'll have either one of those guys on this slate, at least not on fantasy draft. Just There's too many other guys that I like. But Kawhi and Van Vliet, book it. So I think I think those guys should be in every lineup on, on DK and fantasy draft. Just really affordable. Yeah, and I think Siakam, if you're going to play one of him or Ibaka's to play, um, his rebounds, his assists um, – his usage goes up while Abaka's goes down. Um, so this is with this is with Lowry on the off the floor and Kawhi on the floor. Um, Abaka sees a negative four percent usage, and Siakam gets a little bit of a bump at one point six percent. And like Abaka is negative point two fantasy points, which just doesn't sound like a lot, but point two per minute um, can really bring down your your fantasy points per, over thirty six minutes. So. I think Siakam, if you're going to play either one of those guys, but I agree with you. It's Kawhi. It's Van Vliet. Um, those are those are the, my, my main targets um, on Toronto. Nobody else really stands out to me. Like I, I'll probably have one or two two teams with Siakam. Just looking at these numbers and seeing like I like seeing the numbers go up as far as like you know just rebounds assists and stuff like that like those are the types of stats like people don't they, they always look at points and usage and all that stuff but like you have to look at everything when you're looking at guys off the floor so 
Um, the Philadelphia side of things, if Valanciunas doesn't end up playing, they're not going to really have an answer for Embiid. Um, if Embiid puts on his tri pants uh, in this game, he's going to have a massive game. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think that's what he's going to do. So uh, whether JV plays or not, I don't think it matters. Uh, Embiid's just – he's been playing really well. Um, and I'm expecting him to play well well in this spot. And uh, that's that's all I have to say about that. Uh, you know, they've got Muscala starting. I think he's only going to play 18 to 20 minutes. I'm not – I don't care about that. Ben Simmons is a guy that I've actually been rostering recently – and he's really been paying off for me. I mean, he's really just been just playing good basketball. I mean, he didn't get there against Sacramento. He played 42 minutes. But, I mean, that's about the only game he hasn't really gotten there for me. Um, now, I've been playing on FanDuel a little bit more. So, that you know, the score is a little bit different, which is probably why uh, he's been, been getting there. But um, he's a guy that I like. And then another guy that I actually like in this part, I actually like J.J. Redick here. Uh, with all these guys being out, I know he's really shooting dependent. I know he's going to have to really knock these shots down, but I think he's going to get 32 minutes, and I think he'll have a chance to, you know, put up, you know, seven to eight three-pointers and, and have a chance to get a few rebounds and a few assists. So, you know, th- those guys I, I really like. Um, I don't think I'm on Jimmy Butler's much in this spot. Um, and definitely not playing Mike Muscala, but Embiid, Reddick Simmons, those would be my favorite three guys. I need to go back and look who um, who Kawhi guarded, whether it been whether whether it was Ben Simmons or um, Butler. I'm gonna go back and do that. I haven't done that yet. I apologize. Um, and and kind of get an idea because if 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 we expect Kawhi to guard Ben Simmons, then I think um, then I think Butler is actually in play. Um, if he's going to guard Butler, then I think Simmons is the play. It's a vice versa thing. Yeah. And, you know, it could change throughout the game. Like, whoever gets hot, maybe Kawhi guards that person. My One of my favorite punt plays today is TJ McConnell. And I don't expect a lot of people to play TJ McConnell today. And the reason I like TJ McConnell is Wilson Chandler's out. We, we already talked about that. He's a, he's a guy that averages, you know, 25 to 30 minutes most nights. And Corey Brewer didn't get um, signed. You know, he's done. Uh, he was on his second 10-day, and it ended on Monday, which, you know. So I actually think TJ McConnell, who is very, very cheap on every site, is an interesting punt play if you're going to go scars and scrubs here. The dude is like 3,500, and if you look at the last 10 games, he's gone over 20 fantasy points in seven of those 10 games at 3,500. He's just flying under the radar – now Chandler's out. Now Brewer's out. Like, if we see this guy, like, sneakily play, like, 25 minutes in this game, nobody's going to play TJ McConnell today. And um, he's just a guy that I had noticed when I was doing research and I read the Brewer thing. Um, I was like, who's going to benefit from Chandler being out? JJ already plays his minutes. We know what type of minutes JJ's going to play. We know that Butler's going to play his minutes. But... Like you said, Mescala is like 18 minutes. They're not going to run Jonah Bolden out there for 25 minutes. Like TJ McConnell. TJ McConnell. Break break the slate, baby. Let's go. You're getting me excited, which I mean, I, obviously, oh, as a result of 
one of my new hats. I get to see everybody's minutes, which is good for me because it helps me out to get prepared for the pod really early. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I saw that. And, I mean, Landry Shaman is another, Shamit, excuse, is another Shamit. guy. Yeah, Shamit's the other guy that probably benefits. Yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. It, I, I almost feel like it's like the wrong slate for it. But like I, I totally get it. I, I, I totally get it, especially for the price, because there aren't a lot of three K guys. There's a lot of four K guys, a lot of five K guys, but not a lot of three K guys. So I, I'm with you. I, I'm on board. I'm on board. The only thing that stinks, like the only site that I don't think I would play McConnell and Shamit is Fanduel. Um, I know you can drop a score there, which is phenomenal. But the point guard is so loaded today that I, I just I don't see myself using a drop score on point guard. It, it's just point guard's too loaded on FanDuel today for me to want to drop a point guard spot. Yeah, I totally get it. Totally. But I'm always willing to roll the dice and play a risky play uh, on DraftKings, Fantasy Draft, Yahoo, wherever I'm, or wherever else I'm playing. So, um, all right, let's move on. Last game on the slate: Miami at Portland. 213 total, Portland favored by seven and a half. Um, Gordon Drogic is still out. Jones is still out. Nurkic, I think he's going to play. Um, I haven't seen anything on him. I'm going to put him as questionable, but I expect him to play. Um, and then as far as I read for Rodney Hood, um, it's on. They said it's unclear if he'll make his debut on, on Tuesday, um, but they said that he will be a part of the rotation as soon as he does um, clear. So we'll have to see. You know, it's going to be a situation we're going to have to really pay attention to because he's really cheap across the industry right now. Um, let's start with Miami. Uh, this game, Will, this is my least favorite game on the slate. If, if you have something to sell me on, I'm listening. Man, I am fading this game, or at least most of the Miami side. Uh, I mean, I tried to look for something. I really did because I was like, this game is going to start two and a half hours after everyone. Can I get a late hammer nugget? I do have this. This is what I do have. Deion Waiters' minutes have trended up now. So now he's in the 25 to 28-minute range. And at least the last three or four games – Two or three games, Kelly Olenek's minutes have been in the 30s. So, yeah, he's, he was, he's been in the 30s for two straight games. And he's 3,900 on DK. According to Coach Spolstra, he doesn't have a clue what he wants to do with these lineups. I feel like Olenek has made a case that, hey, I should be playing more minutes. If Olenek's going to get 30 minutes at 3,900, I think you play him. That's really all I got, man. I, I, I'm not playing white side, bam. I just I can't do it. That's it. I just I hate this game. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> it's, it's awful. You know, uh, yeah, like you said though, if Olenek, if he's gonna get this type of run, um, Oof. like he's super interesting. Like if you're playing, so like I, I'm really, really like interested in stars and scrubs on this slate. So just so I, I, I've, I know I've said it a couple times now, but like. That's how I'm probably going to approach it on a majority of my teams. I'm not going to do it on all of my teams, but a majority of my teams. And, like, Olenek would be one of those guys that I would just throw in there. Utility spot, last last play on the slate. We're going to re- – Will, I'm telling you now, we're going to record the podcast during this game because I don't even want to watch this game. Um, <laughs> so, 
you know the port the Portland side of things. If you're playing anybody here, it's Lillard, in, in my opinion. Um, there's nothing else I would play from Portland in this game outside of maybe Nurkic, but Lillard is the play here. If you're playing anybody. Oh yeah, eighty nine hundred, super affordable. I love it. Uh, I I think that's I think that's the way to go, man. I'm I'm with you hundred percent. Anything else? Nope. I am good. All right, morning grind game, and then we're going to get some sleep, my friend. Um, yeah. give me your favorite game to go either over or under on the slate. Ooh, this is easy. Give me Raptors Sixers over. All right, I like that one. I hope it does. I'm going all the way back to the first game on slate that we talked about. Boston at Cleveland. Um, as much as I like this game for value, I think it's going to go under 214 and a half. Gotcha. Um, under 5K to 7X. Who's your cheap guy today? Oh, man. Give me Fred Van, Van Vliet. All right. Oh, man. <laughs> I just said this game's going under, but give me Jalen Brown. I like it. I, I like it a lot. He's He's been 7X with Kawhi. I mean, with Kyrie out, too. He's been, yeah, he's been all over it. So, it's Cleveland, too. Yeah. He gets 30 minutes when Ka- Ka- Kawhi's out. So, Kyrie, Kawhi, Kyrie. Um, over 8K to not 5X. Who's your bust today? Um, give me LeBron. Whoa, I like it. I'm gonna go with my boy. I'm gonna go Vooch. Gotcha. Um, 6x. Who's going 6x today? Man, give me Kawhi. <laughs> you know who's going 6x today? Well, who's Paul, going 6x? Paul George. T.J. McConnell. All right. Oh, my shot. I feel like a good thing about doing like an early morning podcast. I can call my shot before everybody else. I'm calling my shot on T.J. McConnell. Um, Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Make sure you guys fill the listeners league. Let's get this thing up there. Uh, yeah, that th- those are my final thoughts. I'm calling it. I'm, I'm winning the listeners league today. That, that's my final shot. If you want to call Will out, if you want to beat Will, make sure you join. It'll be in the comment section. I might even tweet it out because we didn't fill fill it yesterday. So on that note, we're going to get out of here. Hope everyone has an awesome Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more basketball. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then. Peace.